I'm good. Okay, I'm, dude, whatever. I'm great. Okay. Fantastic. Amazing. Spectubular. Spectubular? Spectastic. That sounds a lot like spastic. Spectastic. Which is accurate. Nuts on the road. <laughs> Everybody and welcome to another edition of Nuts on the Road. I am here speaking to you right now at the start of another edition of Nuts on the Road. Who the hell are you? I am sitting here speaking to you on another edition of Nuts on the Road. Is that your name? I I'm Ken Plume. That's what I thought. And you are sitting here speaking to them on another edition of Nuts on the Road. And you are Widget Walls. And together, we are speaking to you on another edition of Nuts on the Road. Because we... Are Nuts on the Road. There we go. Yes. What goes even, around comes around. We're not even bothering with numbers anymore. This is, this is podcast episode... This is just Nuts on the Road. This is episode Q. Every episode is just going to be called Nuts on the Road. Is that like Peter Gabriel's first album? Yes. Is that like Seal's first album? We're going to leave it to every first, second, third, fourth, whatever. We're going to leave it to... They can number. Make your own number. Every podcast is our white album. From this point forward. Every podcast is more like a Revolution 9, to be perfectly honest. Name it whatever you want. Give it okay. a number. All right. You're the audience. They choose. All right. Is that, is that okay with you? I'm fine with that. Okay. I didn't really consult you on this beforehand, so I'm glad you you're You never do, but it's cool. I just ignore the stuff that I feel like. I know. Well, it's That's why we work so well together. So very well. So how have you been? I've been all right. How was your Halloween? Oh, we're dating this now. Sure we are. My Arbor Day was fine. Well, good. Did you plant a tree? How was your 4th of July? My 4th of July was fireworktacular. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite times of the year. Is it? Why is that, Ken? Because the sales are always fantastic on President's Day. Really? Yes. Is it for all the presidents? It is not only for all the presidents, it is also for the veterans. But is it also for the presidents of other countries? Yes. Okay. Uh, in fact, we just celebrated Mitterrand Day. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. No, we I, truly aren't dating it now. I had cheese. Of course you did. <laughs> I had frog's legs. Or we could really date it and go, yeah, remember George Washington's birthday? Oh, yeah, he invited us over for that cookout. I can't wait till Lincoln's birthday comes up. Yeah, me too. You have even better cookouts. That stovetop hat and everything. Yes, yes, that's what you would deep fry a turkey in. Exactly, it's big enough. <laughs> have you seen it? The new Lincoln Fryers. Yeah. <laughs> Just in time for the holidays. Oh, God. I'm Honest Dave, and I'll fry your turkey. So what? So what I, is I doubt he talked like that. By it's the way. <laughs> no. What you need is Sam Waterston because he normally does the voice of like Lincoln and the Ken Burns stuff, right? But Sam Waterston going, "I'll fry your turkey." <laughs> no, it's just a picture. The Ken Burns shot and of the big the way, hat. And by the way, we're gonna offer a plea bargain. The big hat, and then Sam Waterston selling it like it was a George Foreman grill. The Lincoln Grill. I like it. 
I like it a lot. It does anything you want. It's a bazooka. Yep. Uh, what else? It's a. It's oh, you can twist it into like a periscope. It's a sugar can- canister. It's an anything canister. I know. You can store anything you want. Anything. It's the everything, do what you want, multi-purpose, multi-use doodad that belongs in every home for every family in all the world. And how much does that cost, Ken? I don't know. But you'll pay it. Get the Lincoln. (laughs) LincolnGrill.com. Register that quick. Oh, shit. Damn it, we just lost money. Damn it, again. God. All right, so. Why must we be geniuses with no follow-up? I don't know. <laughs> it's our lot in life. <laughs> so, wow. Now I can't get my mind off that grill. Yeah, I know. You want one, don't you? I really want that. You of course want you do. That? Everyone wants one. I want that grill to store winter coats in. Yeah. Uh, I want that grill to be able to put children's toys in. How about children? Or children. I, you know what? I think you could use that grill to like uh, dig up post holes. Mm, if, you're putting, yeah. if you're putting fencing in. If you're making very large biscuits, you can cut out the dough. Yeah. If you're needing to bore your way through Goldie Hawn. <laughs> because you never know when Goldie <laughs> Hawn might be careening towards the earth. And you have to send Bruce Willis to drill a hole in her and plant some explosives. Yes, yes. When suddenly the sky begins raining Goldihans down upon us. How else are you going to defend your family but with a Lincoln grill? Firing off mortar shells. <laughs> and then you, you, you're able to cook up those little Goldie patties. <laughs> <laughs> you know who needs to endorse that? You know who needs to endorse that? Who needs to endorse that? Kurt Russell. <laughs> I love me some Goldie Patties. <laughs> I know you do. I like it. I like a double Goldie. I like a double Goldie, please, with chili and cheese. She's got the meat I loves to eat. <laughs> Why did I just say that? I don't know. Why did you let me say that? I don't know. You went a little overboard with it. That's for sure. <laughs> Like a wildcat. Well, you know, Lincoln Grill. (laughs) Brings out the worst in humanity. Yeah. And the best. And the best. In that way, it's like a Roland Emmerich film. What what good does Roland Emmerich films bring out in people? Uh, I'm going to make you defend this statement. It unites us against a common evil. And that evil is... A Roland Emmerich film. <laughs> come on. Surely you must be excited for the latest disaster porn to come down the pike? You know, here's the thing. The day after tomorrow was utter and complete shite. What? It was awful. But it it was all scientifically plausible. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it, it was it was ridiculous. I don't care if it was scientifically plausible or not. It was it was horribly written. And it featured humanity exacting its final revenge upon books. <laughs> yeah, you like that, did you? No, but 2012 looks... Get some damn books! Looks Think you're so smart! So ridiculous. 
that it almost feels like it could come around the bend and become genius. Because it's so stupid. Right. It is so ridiculous. When you've got... When you're taking the Kennedy aircraft carrier and dumping it on the White House. But it's framed so well. It's it's just... It, it's almost sublime in its stupidity. Well, I mean, it's kitchen sink filmmaking. Yeah, pretty much. Although it would be great if they just threw a kitchen sink at the White House and we're done with it. Just Roland Emmerich walking up in his German way and go, I, I throw a kitchen sink at you. <laughs> ha, now I am done. This is the greatest hit the blockbuster. Goodbye. That's the only thing it's missing. <laughs> I just look, all I hope is that John Cusack is getting a fat-ass check for that movie. Of course he is. This is because Iron Man was taken. I can't see Cusack as Iron Man. I could see him as Ant-Man. Second Ant-Man, not the first. Not not Hank Pym? No. Really? No. Huh. What's the second one? Scott Long? Scott Lang, yeah. Lang. This is all this is just for the nerds. Yeah. Hi nerds. Hi. Hi. All the rest of you are gone. Or sorry. Or both. Yeah, Scott Lang. He had a daughter, right? Yeah, it was Cassie, wasn't it? What didn't she join the Young Guns or whatever the fuck oh, they were probably. called? Probably. Who cares? I don't know. Let's get back to the Lincoln Grill. I know. That's what we need to sell. We the, need to be that pushing. was the best part of the podcast. I know. Let's already reflect back on good times in the podcast. <laughs> back when it was better. Let's, let's do a flashback. <laughs> Woo! Before we went down a dead-end road. We'll have to record a prequel podcast where we do more on the Lincoln Grill. And even further into the nerd wilderness. <laughs> With our machetes in hand. With our machetes and Eliza Dushku. Suddenly we're... <laughs> Suddenly we're like, it's like Blair Witch. We're going in circles. We keep coming back to Scott Lang. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, Saddest Twilight Zone episode ever. <laughs> oh, so my what God. were you asking about? How Halloween was? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? I, I want to bring up something we were talking about before. Oh, no. Because I still can't get it over it. Okay, sure. What? All right. Can you please explain to our listening audience the groundbreaking new version of Trivial Pursuit that's available? Oh, should I do it like we're doing a commercial for it? Oh, sure. Please do. So set the stage for the listeners. The stage is dark. I've set out a selection of cheeses <laughs> for your for your con- <laughs> for your consumption after the pitch is done. Fine wine. Well, well, we were talking earlier today. Yes. After I had received a press release. Yes. For the holiday releases coming from Hasbro's games division. Yes. So Parker Brothers, essentially. Right. You know, before the Parker brothers were kneecapped and had to sell out. Right. By Guido. Guido Gargami. <laughs> don't laugh at that. Why not? I don't know. So they're releasing a new edition of Trivial Pursuit. 
Okay. Yes. What's different about this version of Trivial Pursuit, Ken? Well, it's called Trivial Pursuit Team Edition. So we can play it in teams. Uh, yes, you can play two teams, one team against the other, as is implied in two teams playing one game. Wow! Isn't that fantastic? Fantastic, Recommended Ken. for ages 12 and up. What's different about this other than the fact we can play in teams? Well, I will read from the copy. Please do! For the first time, players can earn partial credit for Trivial Pursuit trivia questions. Stop right there! No! There's more! No, no! Okay, finish, finish! Okay, Trivial Pursuit Team Edition goes beyond traditional Q&A to offer all new ways to play, such as Name 6, with one point per correct answer, more or less, where players choose an easier hard question, and Go for Broke, where players decide whether to bank points or keep facing more difficult questions. Okay. Okay. Name 6, I'm totally fine with. As... uh, because that at least makes sense to me from a quiz point of view. Right. Right. Okay, more or less kind of is a little lame because the whole point of fucking Trivial Pursuit is landing, getting that one wedge. Your, your that you, knowledge of trivia. Yes, that one wedge that you don't, that's not your specialty and just praying to God that luck will give you. The one that keeps you playing for 10 hours. Yes, that's what Trivial Pursuit is all about. Then the whole banking points, I don't know what about. But, but, partial credit. So how do you determine partial credit? Well, you knew that it was the color blue. You got the name of the ocean wrong, but you were right in that that ocean is also blue. So therefore, let's give you partial credit. What the hell? Well, it's grading on a curve. It's Trivial Pursuit! You're supposed to... Wait a minute, here's the other thing. Now it's Trivial Delivery. Oh, yeah, exactly. Trivial Pursuit... See how I did that? It's like, no, it's very good. Thank you. Just remember, it was... You, you have the, you're guaranteed the pursuit of life, liberty... Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Doesn't mean you get happiness. You're, you're free to pursue happiness. You're oh, free oh to boy. pursue trivia. This has been building up a while. Now it's just delivered to you. You're absolutely right. It's trivia delivery. Well, it's not there's it's not a, a game or challenge aspect now. It's now for simpletons who are lazy and, and what, just want to pull it out for 15 minutes until they, get, until they get bored with this? Yeah, you know what? I, and go back to the orgy? The games, you need dedication for the games. I want Monopoly that you play till 4 in the morning and then you just it becomes an endurance contest. That's what board games are about. What is this wussy nonsense about, oh, let's get it done quickly. No, you got to play till you're sick of the game. You got to play till you're not only sick of the game, you're sick and tired of the person you're playing against. You, you hate them with such a passion that you want to destroy them. Oh, no, no, that is a get, game. You don't get sick a of the game. game for men. No, you don't get sick of the game. And manly women. And womenly man. Ish people. No, no, no. You don't get sick of the game. Oh, you get sick of the game. Oh, no, no. Like Monopoly. I could play Monopoly. You're going to take a Monopoly challenge. I, I, I am a big Monopoly freak. So I'm fine with Monopoly. So what? So, so, so is there a board game that you would not get sick of? 
a board game that I would not know. So you would you would get sick now. I would eventually tire of just about any board game. Oh, I'm sure after, you know, if I had been playing it doing nothing else for like a week, I would get sick of Monopoly. But if it was but like... But again, you tend to get sick of the people you're playing with long before... But you, well, do, you do get sick of both. Well, let's, get, let's face it. You and I probably get sick of people just in general. Yes. Probably just shouldn't start playing at all. <laughs> what were we thinking? Or, or invite people over. So wait a minute, what we're saying is this Why game is... Why are we doing this podcast right now, frankly? This game is, this game this is, is for us, This is really, a level of human contact that, quickly. frankly, is uncomfortable for both of us. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's just make that clear right now. Isn't that fantastic? Oh, the, oh, the other thing was a new addition to Clue. Oh, that's crazy. Clue. Secrets and Spies edition. Yeah, t- hold tell on, our hold. listeners. Clue. Secrets and Spies Edition Clue. is Hasbro's first game to incorporate text messaging into gameplay. Text messaging? As one of the world's top six international secret agents, Agent Scarlet, Mustard, Plum, Peacock, White, or Green, players attempt to intercept Agent Black and put an end to his plot while remaining anonymous. The ultraviolet secret decoder will reveal clues that will help players track down Agent Black throughout the game. Clue. Secrets and Spies Edition. Recommended. Age 9 and up. Players 2 to 6. From Hasbro. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm liking this. I'm fucking this. I'm going to go get a job. No, here... <laughs> Finally? Yes! <laughs> I finally found my calling! Doing ads for shitty board game iterations. Uh, no, seriously. So, okay... You know what? Fine. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a spinoff of Clue, then I'm okay with that. We recently had a party here where people were playing Harry Potter Clue, and it looked like the most crazy thing ever. I don't even. I, we were playing Cthulhu Munchkin, and our Munchkin games usually take forever. We got done; they were still playing Harry Potter Clue. So I'm fine with versions of Clue. Fine, yeah, but, but but isn't everything? With the Harry Potter clue, like so and so in the so and so with a wand. You would think. I don't know. You could have a Horcrux. You could have a. I don't know. How can you have a Horcrux? Only one has a Horcrux. I don't know. I'm making shit up. I don't know. It's every wand with every place with a wand. Yeah, but there's. Uh, I don't know. You could beat someone to death with a broom. Right. Well, then you must be really shitty with your wand because they don't go anywhere without those. No, but maybe you maybe you got it. Uh, what is that spell that knocks it out of your hand? The Expelliarmus or whatever. The, what the hell is that called? Non Wando Flamamus or whatever. That, what is it? Ron in the bathroom with an awkward kiss. What the hell is that called? What? I don't remember. Anyway, are you trying to remember spells? Yes. Wand of really? go whatever it is. Anyway. Did you, well, so hold on. Did you say wand of go Yes! I bet that would work. I don't think they actually have to say wand of before their spells. No, no, I'm saying it's one word. Wand is go It's Latin. Oh, that's, that's, yes. It's, it's Latin. It's the original spell. It's, it's the original Latin. That's right. <laughs> that's the old Latin. Not this new Latin they teach you in schools yeah. now. Widge, language of bullshitticus. <laughs> Hell yes! <laughs> no, so, so you get your wand knocked away, and I bet the last thing they're expecting is for you to going Oxio Broom, get the broom and beat them to death with it. Did you just name a name brand broom? Oh, is it Oxio Broom or whatever it is? 
the fuck it is? I don't remember oh, what this oh, spell's oh, oh, called. Like Oxio, like a like a broom company. Yeah, Oxio. Oxio brooms. You're still trying to use spells. Yes, I am. You know, Brumus Holasicus, whatever it is. I don't know. I, I think that causes something else to happen. <laughs> uh, Only Draco uses that one. Yeah, <laughs> warning. <laughs> Slash Vic. Draco Malfoy. God. I thought we were getting away from the nerd territory. No, there's no way to get away from we're it. We're lost. We're literally wandering in the wilderness. Get, get your get your Elijah Dusko out. Lost in nerd woods. <laughs> Don't go into the nerdy woods. So Saticus. <laughs> what spell what does that spell do? <laughs> you're you're hearing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> that is tremendously awesome. Now we would oh the games. Yes, the games. But no, here it's so the, the sad state of affairs when I'm getting us back on topic. No, no, here, no, that's terrifying. Here, here's my question about the games. Yes. Now yes. the text messaging. Okay. Is it actual text messaging? It is actually on your cell phone text messaging. So. Now, my understanding is, yeah. having asked this question, going, wait a second, are they charging you for this? That was my next question. No, there's no charge on their end to access, because what you do is you text in, and then they send you back clues that are, you you know, random to apply to your game. You know, and you'll get different ones the next time you would text in. So the only charges are whatever your own cell company charges. I see. But still... This seems like a desperate attempt to make something modern and techy. Or just their their weird, awkward version of Battleship. What's that? The new version of Battleship that they I was telling you about. Yeah, what well, tell our listeners. Battleship has been redesigned in two thousand and nine to add more excitement to the classic ship sinking adventure. Naval- We're adding nukes. Naval war... Nobody wins. <laughs> this game is mad! Mutually sure destruction. Look it up in your history books, kids. <laughs> wait, wait. Dude, I've got it. I've totally got it. Time out for a second. Now I want to eat a Whopper. Hang on, hang on. Battleship? <laughs> yeah? Hang on. Battleship, it's I'm, the... Um... Still hanging on. No, hang on, hang on. I am! <laughs> We're not going anywhere. We're recording a freaking podcast. Oh, God. Hang on. I got to get the... Stop saying it. T- saying what? Stop saying that. Saying which? You know. Oh, okay. God. Got it. It is Battleship, the final countdown edition. So you literally go so, back so you tra- in time. You travel back to an old Battleship game that yes! you played years ago? Yes. How cool is that? I remember where these ships were when I sunk them. How cool is that? It's not very, really. It's awesome. That's what it is. Now, Get if you the were, big swirly now thing if you that were, you if you were playing the, the Philadelphia Experiment version. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's badass, dude. Oh, my God. My ship has materialized inside another ship. <laughs> Michael Perret, a, save us. I lost. Yes. <laughs> you got the little Michael Perret figure <laughs> to move across the board until suddenly he disappears and you wonder where he went. <laughs> <laughs> then suddenly you're in Eddie and the Cruisers. 
and suddenly Michael Pere is there with you because he comes with every edition. The <laughs> Philadelphia Experiment. Sadly, he's not doing game. anything right now. Hey, you, you got a couch? I'll play with you. Oh God, the game. I mean, I I'm you clean. Want, you want to play Streets of Fire Monopoly? That'd be really cool, Mike. Hey, let me call Rick Moranis. I loved Streets of Fire. Hey, Rick. Michael Prey is here. Click. Hello, Rick. <laughs> Rick. Rick. Oh, I, I bet it was. Hold on. Hey, Rick. Yeah, this is Ken. Michael Prey is. Hello. Rick. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, I don't think he wants to talk to you. I know. I keep trying to call him. Wow. Let's see some Eddie and the Cruisers karaoke. Uh, Eddie and the Cruisers rock band. I I didn't sing any of those. Damn it. Have you done anything ever, Michael Pere? I don't remember. You beat the shit out of Willem Dafoe with some hammers. Now where's that couch? I got some sleep to catch up on. Oh, God. I'm just about caught up to 92. Next, it's Michael Pere operation. <laughs> Help my liver. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I do like Streets of Fire Monopoly would be awesome. Actually, that's what you know. What <clears throat> here's what they need to do. They need to. How about connect six degrees of separation, Michael Pere edition? They need to. Put out a template for Monopoly where you can make your own board. So that way these movies that get no love with like a tie-in edition. Right. You can make your own. Just like you can like roll your own commentaries online now. I see they're letting anybody do commentaries. They let two guys from Ireland do a commentary. Did you see that? I know. No standards. I know. So anyway, uh, you could literally do like the Monopoly um, Big Chill edition, you know? Right. You do Monopoly uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes edition. Okay, keep going. You haven't sold me on anything yet, but keep going. Uh, okay. Oh, um, we never. Well, we never. Well, hold on. Let's finish talking about Battleship. How it's updated. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Again, what topsy turvy world are we living in? I'm keeping us on topic. So, this is what happens when you start drinking. Ken, how was your Halloween? Lincoln Grill. <laughs> so ah, Battleship. I remembered. Uh, not only are naval warriors plotting their coordinates and marking hits and misses on a double-sided grid as they try to defeat their enemy's fleet, players are also charged with saving a crew member deserted on an island. Where the hell's the island? I don't know. And what happens if you blow up the island? Can you? That would be cool. One would assume it's on a grid. It's on the same damn playing grid that the old one was. Unless All there's a sudden- like a... <clears throat> Unless there's like another... Like I, I sent down sits. a bomb of rescue. Oh, I got him. Yay. I didn't blow up the crew member. Doesn't even work. Doesn't work. It's weird. It is so weird. That's very weird. Anyway. What were we so, talking about? Uh, We were talking about... Lincoln Grill. The cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover, Monopoly. Oh, now you're just reaching it. Stro- oh, I forgot about Scrabble. What about Scrabble? We talked about Scrabble. Well, tell the listeners about Scrabble. This Hi, is me listeners. acting ignorant so you can educate us all. Hi, listeners. You still there? No. 
you can get Scrabble Apple. So Sonicus. Scrabble Apple. Not Scrapple, Scrabble Apple. Scrabble uh, Apple. Uh, Scrabble Apple. Scrabble Abolicious. Stay that. Scrabble Apple do. No. Scrapple Apple Tastic. Hey, Witch, tell us about Scrabble Apple. I can't because he's got the copy. Well, Ken, I will certainly tell you about it. Who the hell is that? Is that Dr. Girlfriend on a bad day? That's not me. That's you as Fred Flintstone. Are you sure? Hey, Bon. Yes. Okay, that's better. Tell him. Scrabble Apple. Oh, wait, that's in front of me. You sound, you sound like you're channeling Carvel, actually. Well, same person. Okay. Uh, unzip the apple... And form crosswords anywhere. Scrabble Apple is a quick-playing, compact version of the classic Scrabble game. Flip over the tiles one at a time. The first to make a new word or build off an opponent's word gets the word and the points. Player with the most points when the tiles are gone wins. Why is it an apple? I ask you. Can I know what you should do with this should they send it to you? Scrabble Apple. You should immediately send it and have Hodgman review it. I think I will. I think uh, that'll be my, my... Well, no, it's not going to be my holiday gift to husband because it's kind of shit as a gift. I, I, if I you will can, send it. If you can pull that off and get like a, a quick video review or something from Hodgman... All it's going to be is just this slow <clears throat> pan in as he's just crying a single tear. That's perfect. I will give you a dollar. And then you just see these flames shoot up behind him like at the end of Barton Fink. The, that, <laughs> the listeners are my witness... I will give you a dollar if you can make that happen. Okay. All right. Are there any other travesties we should be made aware of? Well, we're still doing the podcast. So there is that. Yeah, yeah, that is a travesty, but I meant ex- on the uh, sales sheet that you have there. No, no, those were the big ones. So let me ask you this. Are, are there any, like updated or spin-off versions of board games that that you just go, wow, that's actually really cool. No. Not a single one. No. Huh. You? Uh I'm trying to think. No, I mean because I mean they've they've put out different versions of Monopoly that are like collector's edition, like you know, collector's edition with better pieces or stuff like that. But that doesn't really count. The Game of Life Final Solution Edition. Jesus Christ. Uh, Suicide is painless. The Game of Life. I've never had any, like, offend me, but I've never had any that I really just want... Yo, I tell you what, though. I had a neighbor who who somebody in his family, like his uncle or something, came up with an alternate set of rules for risk that was really cool at the time because it was like... You could only play five players because it was the nuclear version of Risk. Right. You could get basically ballistic missiles and flatten an entire territory. And then what you would do is you would use the black Roman numeral counters. How racist. Because it's supposed to be dangerous. It had nothing to do with race. How racist. They're all colors. I'm going to offend somebody. Well, not me. Somebody. The uncle, whoever it was. Oh, un- how racist. What? The f- you're going to offend the uncle. No, the uncle's going to offend somebody. What? Exactly. So anyway, 
there would be a certain amount of turns that you couldn't go into that space because of the radiation, and so you would use the, the counters there to keep track of that. And that was cool. That was like the first run-in I'd had with somebody making an alternate set of rules for something. Okay. So I thought that was cool. But that wasn't like an official release or anything. Yeah, but you're like a big gaming guy. Actually, no, I'm not. Yeah, but you, you've done like role-playing. I've never done role-playing. No, I... Let, have I ever actually played tabletop role playing? Maybe once, maybe, and I can't remember it uh, either way. Because I know, because I've I've told you about why I'm not a gamer, an actual gamer, right? No, tell the audience. Okay. Well, I lived out in the middle of nowhere, so n- normally when you're a kid. And you would go and play when D&D came out and you would go out to the. Yeah. Why do you have a Muppet on your hand right now? What are you talking about? I have the psychic feeling that you have a Muppet on your hand right now. Well, you would know we're in the same room. We're recording this. I know. So why is there a Muppet on your hand? There's not a Muppet on my hand. There's a Muppet. That is a very strange growth. I have no idea what you're talking about. Will you continue with your story, please? So anyway. Go on. Why do you have a Muppet mouthing what I'm saying? This is an audio podcast. There are people listening to this right now. I know, and and since we're in the same room, I can see very clearly that you have a Muppet on your hand, and you're making him talk for me. Again, you've gone mad on the podcast. You had a story. Tell the story. What was that? I'm listening. Okay. So anyway, lived out in the middle of nowhere, and you couldn't just go to somebody's house, walk to somebody's house, and play tabletop role-playing because there wasn't anybody. Right. So I bought Star Frontiers, and I uh, I didn't have anybody to play oh, with. Let's let's give context. What's what's the the year is this? Oh Jesus! This is when Star Frontiers first came out. So I don't I don't remember when it was. Okay. But you weren't young. No, no, I was young. I mean, I I could Google it real quick and tell you, but it was it was it was young. I was. Uh, Shit, was I in high school yet? I don't remember. Anyway, so, got Star Frontiers, had no one to play it with. In desperation, am sitting on the floor of my rec room trying to teach my grandmother how to play Star Frontiers. Oh, I almost thought you could do some sort of weird masturbatory role-playing game. You just played with yourself. Oh, I took damage. Yes, well, that's why you use something with lanolin in it. So anyway, that is the epitome of pathetic role-playing, is trying to get your grandmother to understand, what is this, John? It's a needler pistol? What is that? So it was just really bad. And the sad thing was an hour later when she kicked your ass. (laughs) I'm ready to roll again! (laughs) Give me those die! I'm going to rock this table. 
Sit your ass down. We're going to the stars. The worst part was we actually were playing Munchkin. With your grandmother? With my wife's family. Her dad, who had no idea what he was doing, was kicking everyone's ass. Not having any clue what he was doing. Cards spread out across the tabletop of all the shit that he had, kicking everybody's ass. Yeah, but that's like a common thing for, for gaming. Like video games, you'll have that person that'll pick up a controller and just instinctively press the right buttons that make them kick someone's ass. <clears throat> so like a, a, a gaming savant, basically. Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever had a game that you really wanted to play so badly that you were trying to figure out like a like a multiple person game and were found yourself in that position? Of encountering a savant that has sort of pissed you off by how good they were at the start of it? Well, yeah, there is that. Or just basically trying to get people who wouldn't normally play the game to play it just so you could play the damn game? No. You? Well, yes, I just told you about that. Oh, tell me again. No, that's okay. That was a fun story. Let's relive that moment. In fact, this will be like our own podcast version of Instant Replay. Let's go to the tape. No, there's no tape. Quiet, it's coming. Go to the tape. What tape? Go to the tape. What tape? Should have played. Oh, well. Anyway. So. <laughs> I love what a podcast gets to the so moment. So, we've got nothing left to discuss. <laughs> what have we accomplished? How was your Halloween? I don't know, but I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> i tell you mine was better than yours. You know why? You know why? Why? Because I own a Lincoln Grill. I own a Lincoln Grill as well. Oh, do you? When did you get yours? I'm wearing it. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't want want to know where. (laughs) Let's just say the Lincoln Grill provides comfort, protection, and pleasure. (laughs) That's the Lincoln Grill. So you uh, you bought the ribbed attachment is what you're saying. I I bought the full-on stovepipe. I see. (laughs) With with beard attachment. With beard attachment? (laughs) You could use a beard attachment. That's good. Good God. (laughs) So. So. Oh, yes. Hmm? I would like to also mention to people, we would like to mention to people that, as always... If you enjoy this podcast, yes, uh, feel free to donate because, well, personally, heck, forget the podcast. If you'd like to donate to Widge, go to needcoffee.com and go get yourself a membership. But if you'd like to help me on my very special quest. What is your very special quest? Can I you... want a Santa suit for Christmas. C- can you tell us why? I don't know. Now, I, th- I thought you said plans were afoot. Plans are afoot for its use. Okay, well, what are you going to use it for? I can't say just yet. Okay. It's it's a special nuts-on-the-road project. Okay, uh, well, if it's a nuts-on-the-road project, you'd think I would so know about we, it. We've, yes, we've already discussed it. Remember? No. 
Yeah, I remember, Ken. We discussed it, and we'll talk about it more later after we're done recording so people aren't confused that we haven't fully communicated with each other about it. Us that's not right, fully Widge. communicate? Never! Uh, that's right, Widge. Now you remember exactly what we were talking about, right? Yeah, Ken, yeah. Thank you for jogging my memory with that tuning fork. Uh, yeah, I know. It, it it just completely set the tone of your voice off a bit. Bong! Are you Dr. Bong now? Yes, I am. Another reference. So, we're, <laughs> so, so, yes. So, if you'd like to donate, there's a nice donate button. And the biggest, brightest red you could get. Right beneath which. We actually this... went to scientists and polled them. Chromatologists. Yes, and said, what is the most amazingly brilliant red that will induce people to We donate? took all their answers. And, and then we chose the wrong color red because people hardly send us money. I don't know if we're a couple of shades off. <clears throat> we're like, we have like anti-donation we red. We had to spend the last donations to figure out the color of red. And it hasn't worked. So instead. What will we do? We're going to point to it. Widge, would you point to it? Yes, I will. I will point to it right now. I, of course, foolishly forgot that this is an audio podcast. So it's kind of useless that Widge is pointing to something right now. We're talking about a red button that doesn't exist on this audio podcast. Imagine it in your mind right now. A nice red button. A nice red button that you could push by going to your browser and typing in <laughs> an address. What would be the address they could go to, which? And you know what? Don't criticize, because I can see right now that you they can't see you. You're leaning back like it's somehow my half is just the problem. You went along with the whole visual description thing instead of going, no, we're on a fucking audio podcast and they can't see it, dipshit. Well, guess what? We're both dipshits. So would you tell them the address that they can go to to donate? <laughs> <laughs> if I had stopped you, then our <laughs> listeners would have been bereft. Of your rant. <laughs> Which is what half of them show up for anyway. So we did ahead. entire weekend justice just so we could hear you yelling at an escalator. So would you please tell them what address they can go to? They can go to nutsontheroad.net slash donate. And just imagine it's red. <laughs> <laughs> One day we're going to be professional. So Saticus. Forgeticus. Forgeticus. Holy shitticus. Patheticus. <laughs> oh, crapicus. <laughs> Asio sanity. Oh. That shit never works. Wow. Well, we've kept the quality level up. That's all I'll say. <laughs> We're at rock bottom. We can't go any lower. So, yes. Uh, so, we've now started the Santa suit donation fund. <laughs> Uh, any funds above and beyond our goal, which actually is very reasonable. So literally, if you can, if you can, what is the goal, Ken? I, I think we can get a, a 
very nice, full-on, complete, deluxe Santa suit with all the trimmings for $600. Wow. That's all we need. And that's like the ultimate. <clears throat> that's, now what it, that's like the Cadillac, now, the Lexus of Santa suits. Explain to me what comes in a deluxe Santa Claus suit. Just so the listeners know what they're getting for the money. Uh, I, let's see. Well, not see. You'll hear. Hear. Yes. Yes, uh, Ken, hear. Not only. Hear, Ken, hear. Not only will you get, and by you, I mean we, and by we, I mean I. Because I'm not wearing it after he wears it. Well, hey, any extra money raised during this will go towards buying Widge's elf suit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hey, hey, you know what? Don't complain. It could have been a Mrs. Claus suit. <laughs> oh. So not only. That might almost be worth it just to see the looks on people's faces. What would be your Mrs. Claus voice? Hi, everybody. I'm Mrs. Claus. I'm cooking an elf. Santa, you're looking so thin this year. You want an elf casserole? I'll make you one. You gotta fatten up before Christmas. I'll feed you another elf. How about an elf pastry? I cooked Donna. You got eight more. And by that I mean the member of the party who got caught in the pass. The little long pig for you, Santa. Fatten you up. Shut up. I love you. You know I love you. I love you too, babe. I'm Santa. I know. I'm, this is Mrs. Claus. Now, I, I think Santa would be one of two things. What's that? He would either be Brian Blessed, which is yeah. a given, yeah. or, or Meatloaf. <laughs> so you, 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 Mrs. Claus, what does she say? <laughs> Go on. I want, I, I want to hear your Meatloaf. Go on. Say something, Mrs. Claus, talking to Santa. So what have you been feeding them reindeer? They're shitting everywhere. I've been feeding them anything they want. Because we're going to fly for Christmas. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> so it's Christmas, all the children they knows. Rudolph the Red has got a very red nose. Flying away. Da, 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 da. You better be good and you better be nice. I'm going to bring you some toys on that very special night. <laughs> Cause I'm Santa Claus! Santa Claus! <laughs> that would be fantastic. Now who will not contribute to our Nuts on the Road Santa Suit Fund? Need a red suit made only of silk. Leave me out front of the chimney some milk. Don't tug on my beard cause it's not even real! I'll tug on your hair, and then we'll see how that feels. Because I'm Santa Claus. Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. With bitch tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only thing in this old world that's pure and good and right. <laughs> Is Santa Claus coming down the chimney out on Christmas night? Like a bat out of hell! Gotta deliver those toys before the crack of dawn. And you know I'm gonna be there soon. 
Look in the sky and you'll see me in the sleigh and I'll cross on the moon. And all I'll say is there better be cookies and there better be milk tonight. Or I'll come in your room and I'll slap your face and say that ain't right. <laughs> so if you'd like to donate to the Santa That's Loaf. On the Road Santa Suit Fund. Meat Claws. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Go to nutsontheroad.net slash donate. We, oh, God, I want to see that so bad So now. we can make our, our $600 goal <laughs> to get the Santa suit. And remember, anything extra, and we get Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Hard living, chain smoking Mrs. Claus. You know it, babe. I know. I'd fly for you, and that's the truth. Give candy canes to your sweet tooth. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Uh, you know what? This took a turn. <laughs> did it? It did. It most certainly did. Oh, my God. <sighs> <sighs> so we'll see if those donations come in, won't we? <laughs> And by all means, on Twitter, anyone listening can spread the word. My Twitter is Ken Plume. Mine is Widget. And is also Nuts on the Road on Twitter. Yes. Uh, follow them all. Please. Let us know when you've donated. Please. And, you know, maybe we'll do some web stuff. Maybe we'll even appear at a Paul and Storm and Joko concert. <laughs> In costume. In costume. For the holidays. <laughs> Just, can we we, ha- we have we haven't exactly discussed this with <laughs> Fallen Storm and Jonathan. Tell him tell him to start learning Paradise by the Dashboard Lights now, and we'll rewrite the lyrics. <laughs> let me sleep on it, baby, baby. Let me sleep on it. I can see your chimney by Rudolph's light. <laughs> <laughs> you better sleep on it. Oh, you won't get toys. You better sleep on it. Oh, you won't get toys. <laughs> Why, Santa, is that a giant candy cane in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? I will say this right now. Yeah, what's that? If we get enough money, <laughs> donate it. Yeah. That we get a Santa suit? Yeah. And you get a Mrs. Claus suit, which is significantly cheaper. <laughs> I promise on my end yeah. that we I will talk to Jonathan and Paul and Storm and offer up our in-costume appearance <laughs> at one of their shows in December. <laughs> What's great is that Widge has no day job now. <laughs> So this is actually more doable than it ever was in the past. Oh, my God. If this happens, I will promise to go on stage <laughs> as Santa with Mrs. Claus by my side. Do you agree to be Mrs. Claus? Which? <laughs> Don't Depends say you sleep on, on it. it. I a- need your answer right now. Don't say you sleep on <laughs> 
Let me sleep on it. I'll give you an answer in the morning. That shit ain't right. <laughs> answer right now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Our listeners never give anything anyway. I know that's true. It's been months I since know. they gave anything the nuts on the road. I know. So they really don't care. It's not like it's really going to happen. No, part of my thing is but I could just if, see. No, hang on. I could just, hang on. I will, I will look. I will look. I will look here, and I will see where because they may have shows in like Oregon or something in December, which we can't do. No, no, no. They have Northeast shows. I already know. Oh, we'll see. That I mean, how am I going to get there? It's the Northeast. It's like Philly in that. Yeah, you can, you can drive yeah. halfway to me, and then we will carpool in costume. Okay. <laughs> The whole way up I-95. Yeah, oh my God. We'll, we'll, ho, ho, ho! <laughs> we'll see. No, 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 no. Just to get, it's not no, going to no, happen. Here's, no, here's not, what I will not, say. They're not going to give the money, here's so what it's I will not say. like it's going to happen. No, 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 because, because I know. You know how I know it's definitely not going to happen? How? We don't even have our very, you know, the Uber people like the Astan, who just like gives beautiful amounts of oddly high money. It's not going to happen. Here's it's, what I will it's, say. It's sad that it is. Here's what I will realist- say. Realistically, a reachable goal because it's not like it's like Dana's twenty five hundred Elvis. Suit. Here's what I would say. This is what I'm going to say. You talk to Paul and see if it's actually possible. No, no, no. Well, this that's that's the assumption. If it is possible, if it is possible, if Paul goes, oh my god, yes. If it is possible. And part of the money we get can pay for gas because I will point out that while I don't have a day job now, that means I'm working for myself and I'm self-employed and thus don't have money to just throw around on things. So if we get some actual gas money for it, then we'll see about it. We will also bring to the show. But also, but I will say. We will bring to the show copies of our book. There's a zombie in my treehouse that we could sell as merchandise. That's true. And... Our Christmas single. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we'll discuss what single we're doing. But anyway. Yes, that'll be later, now that I've sprung all this. Yes, thank you. No, but here's what I will say. Worst case scenario. Let's say they don't want us at one of their shows, and who could blame them? We will at least get on here and see if we can't figure out a way to sing our Christmas single live. How about that? In full costume. In full costume. And character. And character. Fine. With you as meatloaf. Yes. Done. That I will agree to. Right now. But. But there's a. But if Paul and Storm and Jonathan. Yeah. Go yes. Yes. A thousand times yes. Then. We need to check them because they're probably scrolls. And the. (laughs) Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. It's better than cats. I want to see it again and again. Granted, they may be, you know, quite likely to go, that would ruin our shows. And they would be right. (laughs) Where the hell does that go in a lineup? That would be totally right. Of course, being the holidays, that would, that would be the encore. That would turn that would that would turn their show from Wootstock to Bootstock. 
Everybody, Merry Christmas! <laughs> yeah, what he said. I love you, baby. I love you too. <laughs> I'll have my red handkerchief. Oh, green. I guess I'd have to have the green to, uh, you know, contrast <laughs> the red. It would be completely just, lost. Just blend in. What the hell is he moving his arm up and down in front of him for? I don't understand. All I can see is the white on the sleeve. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. You call Paul and you tell me what he says. In fact, you report back to this podcast as to what he says. Sure. Yep. Well, that also depends on whether we actually get donations in. No, 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 no. Because I think, I think, I you, think. Do you think this will finally be the thing that captures the zeitgeist? I think. <laughs> Sadly, yes. They finally are speaking to us as an audience. <laughs> they this finally is what we wanted from them all along. What we really want. We want them to make massive fools of themselves in public. And which we want him chain smoking and drag. And the thing that's really going to be the awkward thing is this is going to piss Dana off oh, so much. Please tell me what's going to be the awkward thing. Why is it going to piss off Dana? Because Dana is going to go, why didn't you do it with me? Are you doing it? We wait for. I've been asking it for years to go on. What the hell are you doing? Danny can be an elf. <laughs> yes. Snarky the elf. Yes. That would be fantastic. What the hell are you? What? Hey, you ain't your freaking slave. Elves got rights too. Shut your mouth, elf. Shut up or I'll put you in the casserole. You listen to Miss Calls. I ain't listening to nobody. I'm my own elf. I'm out of here. Where's the bar? You're not going to get very far. It's freezing out there. You freeze, you took us off. I'm freezing my jingle bells off. They're going to fall right off. They're going to be silver bells. That's what they're going to be. I never signed up for this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you thought it was so Sadicus before. Oh. We've reached the Avada Kedavra of so Sadicus. I can just imagine what your wife is thinking right now. <laughs> Where she's finally going to the office, pulling out that box, and retrieving the papers she never thought she'd have to use. What to have me committed? John, it's it's over. <laughs> I heard the podcast and all my fears have been realized. <laughs> we we can't oh, go God. on like this anymore. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, do you have any final things to tell people? Any information to impart? Remind them about the book. Yes. Zombieinmytreehouse.com. It is a children's book we wrote. Len Peralta of Jawbone Radio did the artwork for. And it is available. <coughs> and it is uh, actually reasonably priced. Is it? Yes, it is. Well, excellent. It's the only thing you need more than a Lincoln Grill. Wow, this is, wow. I know. It's heavy stuff. Wow. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to everyone for listening. So I think the only way we can end this is doing a duet. Nope. Yep. 
Nope, I'm not, I'm not empowering you to sing anymore. Yep. No, no, no. We, we are fulfilling a promise made to a very important listener right now. No, no, no. Our very important listener wanted you to sing a show tune. Didn't say anything about me. <sighs> I saw that tweet. I'm not going to empower you in your whole passive-aggressive, oh, if you're going to make me sing bullshit. No. If you're going to sing, sing! You're going to sing. No, I'm not. With me. Nope. Yes. Nope, I didn't prepare it and rehearse. Okay, then you were going to chime in. Real singers, prepare and rehearse. Shut up, listen to me. Why should I start now? Ha! Silence at last! You're going to join in where you'd like as hard-living, chain-smoking Mrs. Claus. And I will try my best. What are we singing? At least tell me what you're trying to get me to sing. Here comes Santa Claus with... Would you like Santa Loaf? (laughs) Do it as Santa Loaf. Or Meat Claus. No, no, no. Do it... Do it as Santa Loaf. So here comes Santa Claus. This it's gonna be interesting to see how this goes. Yep, especially since I'm hearing it on a delay. We're gonna this this might be aborted part way through. If it is, bye everybody. Yeah, we'll, bye. We'll see you on the flip side. Jesus. Oh no, I I really am curious. I hope no one important was listening to this. Oh, stop. No, but okay, here we go. All right. Queuing this up. Here comes Santa Claus. I can't, I fucked it up. I what is Brian blessed. I'm going to start over again. You're not the man I married. I know. How did I? Oh, this doesn't bode well for the live show, does it? No, it doesn't. I was on. What the fuck's wrong with you? It's too fast. You can't really sing it unless you sing it loud. It. Uh... Oh yeah, Meatloaf is known for singing quiet. No, you don't. Uh... You're not the man I married. Okay, we're gonna pretend I'm singing this as modern, poor singer Meatloaf. Oh, God. <laughs> Who just meanders all over a song? So you, basically. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for going along with the premise. <laughs> there Dick. wasn't much to do. Which is why I was perfect for it. Try this one more time. <laughs> Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa I can't do it! It's the wrong song for this! I can't. What if you not being able to do it ever stopped you? I, I just, I can't. It's just it's not coming out right. Shut up! <laughs> I'm preemptively telling you. Because Santa Claus is coming tonight if he can ever get his shit together. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. He's fucking it up all the way around. He's got little toys for all the boys and girls that he's coming around to get. That's right, baby. It makes more sense that you are singing it. Yeah, you made me lose my place, you piece of shit. I don't know why we don't love each other. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes 
Santa yeah, here comes Santa Claus. He hadn't done that in a long time, if you know what I'm saying. It's sitting a little closet's running around, if you know what I'm saying. It figures, it figures. I start singing and smoking, and then he's all over himself. It's disgusting. You're so hot. You're only like this when, when we're out in public. You're not like this in private at all. That's because you're not there. I never go anywhere. You're the one who goes out with the reindeer. Oh, I know you never go anywhere. Anywhere I want to go. You never take me anyplace. I don't get any options. I got you if you can. I got to go around picking up reindeer shit out of the front lawn and elf shit everywhere else. Baby, it's not it's a life for a woman. You know what I'm saying? End scene. Goodbye, everybody. Bring me some more smokes next time you go. Go to hell. You fuck. Bye. Oh, and we're out. <laughs> Stopping. Oh, we're stopped. <laughs>